Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz, Communications Manager with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Today is February 29, Leap Day, so later we'll look at some of the things people do on this extra day of the year. On today's program, our guests will help us look and feel our best. Deb Shaver of Back in Motion will bring us information on how physiotherapy and registered massage therapy can fit into our health routine. And our first guest will help us work on our smile and all the other things that depend on good dental health. We're pleased to welcome Dr. Bill Terziz of Woodfield Dental to Ask BBB. Welcome. Hello. So, Dr. Bill, if I may call you that. Please. Um, at what age, really, should children start thinking about dental health and visiting a dentist? Because we want to make sure that we can keep our smiles as long as possible. Well, it would be nice if we get children to think about dental health as much as possible, as early as possible. Um, as far as uh, parents, what when to start thinking about dental health is uh, right from the moment they're born. Um, there are things that should be looked at, perhaps uh, like uh, determining whether or not there are any irregularities present, uh, cleft palates, tongue ties, uh, things of that nature, which may affect development later on. Um, Once children develop teeth, the Canadian Dental Association suggests that children start to see a dentist. In my personal experience um, in our office, we typically tend to see children around the ages of two to three years of age uh, for their first dental visit, a little chair ride, get familiar with the office, get familiar with with the dentist. Um, and usually the, the parents ahead of time will prepare them and say, we're going to go see Dr. Bill and maybe have them read a little book about dentistry or... Uh, what I find is the kids are actually excited to come see us <laughs> as opposed to a lot of people that aren't so excited later on. Um, but we, we try to make the experience as positive uh, as possible. Yeah, um, that makes sense, right? Because we want to be able to continue that positive experience through our life. So if we think about it as we get older, how often should we then as adults think about continuing to see a dentist and what routine should that be like throughout our life? Well, I think something like that is really should be taken on an individual basis. We, we see patients essentially based on their, their needs, needs and wants and desires, of course. Uh, so some patients develop a lot of tartar. Uh, they may have uh, greater predisposition to dental caries, uh, tooth decay, and they need to be seen more often. Some patients will see as often as every three months for for a dental cleaning and and uh, different stages of checks and checkups and and the like. And some patients they come in on a on a six month basis, which is kind of the the average <laughs> that most people do. Some are nine months. Some once a year is is plenty. Uh, they they don't need to come in that often because everything is extremely well maintained and they just don't have dental problems. There's it's a lot of lucky people out there. Dr. Terzis, when we visit your website, we're greeted by a smiling image and we're invited to explore the general and the cosmetic services that Woodfield Dentistry can provide. Would you like to just verbally give us uh, some of that picture this morning? 
Sure. As you said there, we, we are a general dental practice. So we, we see people of all ages and uh, for general dentistry as well as their cosmetic concerns or, or, or anything else whatsoever. Uh, a- again, everything is, is tailored to the individual. Uh, different patients have different needs, wants, desires. Uh, and, and we try to tailor our program to them and, and, and to their specific needs. As far as cosmetic services, they range from everything from as simple as tooth whitening to orthodontics to dental veneers and smile makeovers to full mouth rehabilitations where we we use bridges and implants and crowns uh, to make over an entire mouth. So one of the things that you talk about on there is cosmetic gum recontouring. So, you know, what happens with that sort of procedure? Is that something that's um, becoming more common now? Uh, you want to share a little bit about that specifically? Well, I think cosmetic procedures in general are becoming more common, uh, not not just in dentistry. So uh, we keep seeing actors, actresses, uh, <laughs> Instagram and Facebook pictures where everybody is wanting to look their best at all times. So cosmetic gum recontouring, all that is, is taking essentially a gummy smile or in dental jargon, some delayed passive eruption and lifting up the gums to expose more tooth, to give a bigger, brighter, broader smile, which is more aesthetic. Some of these are fairly recent uh, developments in dentistry. What are some of the big changes in dentistry over the past three or four decades? (laughs) Besides uh, not scaring patients to death anymore the moment they walk into the door. (laughs) So we've we've tended to to really incorporate uh, whole body uh, care and and looking at the entire person. Uh, So... Changes such as uh, looking at the effects of the dental arches on airway and how that might affect sleep apnea and also just materials themselves have changed substantially. Yeah, I don't get any more of what looks like lead in my teeth. Right. So we rarely use uh, silver silver alloy fillings anymore, So uh, dental amalgams they were called. Uh, now we use composite resins or porcelains, uh, which are tooth-colored and also bond to the tooth rather than are just shoved into the tooth. What are some of the things that we should consider when we're choosing a dentist, Dr. Bill? Well, I think like anything, uh, you need to find somebody that you feel comfortable with. I, I don't believe there's one right dentist for everybody. Uh, I believe you need to be able to communicate well with your dentist so that you understand them and they understand you and you need to be comfortable with them. Uh, Usually, in in many cases, the moment you walk into a dental office, you can get a sense of, do I feel comfortable here? Is is this the right place for me? Well, we're glad that you found this uh, the right place for you this morning and want to thank you for your time uh, here on Ask BBB. Yeah, thanks for having me here. That was fun. You're listening to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz. 
And we've been talking with Dr. Bill Terzis, who is the president of Woodfield Dental. Woodfield Dental is accredited by the BBB with an A-plus rating. And we'll be back in a moment with Deb Schaefer of Back in Motion. Back to Ask BBB. And we welcome Deb Schaefer of Back in Motion. Back in Motion provides care with a number of therapies, including chiropractic, physiotherapy, and massage therapy. Welcome to Ask BBB, Deb. Thank you. So, Deb, when we're thinking about physiotherapists, you know, what conditions call for treatment by physiotherapists? Because sometimes people are walking around in a lot of pain and they probably could do something about it, right? They absolutely could. Um, I would say for physio, and I asked our physios uh, the answer to this question today. Um, if you're in any kind of pain that's impeding your movement, stopping you from sleeping, nerve damage, all of those uh, can be helped with our physiotherapist and their different modalities that they use. Can uh, people just walk in uh, to Back in Motion or uh, a clinic like that uh, and ask for physiotherapy, or do they need to be recommended? Um, we do referred? certainly have walk-ins. Um, a physician recommendation is often required for their benefits. Um, some benefit providers uh, require a prescription. Others do not. So um, just check your benefit provider to see if you need a prescription or not. Um, we're often uh, busy, so we really need to book appointments. But if it's an emergency, our guys are really, really flexible. So they'll do what they can to fit somebody in um, in an emergency. So for massage therapy or physiotherapy, is there a different wait time to be able to um, you know, get into the clinic? Or d does it work the same way? Um, we do try to accommodate. Sometimes with our massage therapists, there may be a bit of a wait time, especially if you need in in the evening hours. But uh, again, if, if you call in, we've got our schedule. It's flexible. We try to get you in uh, to see the appropriate therapist. Deb, what sort of credentials does a registered massage therapist have? Massage therapists uh, study a two-year program at an accredited school or community college. They then have extensive testing and have to be registered with uh, this College of Massage Therapists of Ontario, uh, which is a really good oversight body. Um, okay, so in addition to just, you know, treatment modalities, there's also sometimes the need for some equipment, as it were. So braces, medical compression stockings, other sorts of tools such as that. So, for example, if we were going to look at braces, are braces usually custom built or they just, you know, do you buy them off the shelf and adjust them to yourself? Or And when do you even know that you need some of these things? Those are some good questions. Uh, as to know when you need them, often a brace is, after an injury is really helpful in allowing you to go on with your normal life and protecting either your ankle, wrist, knee, uh, while it's healing. Uh, we have custom knee braces that are uh, custom fit, uh, you come in and be measured, and they are made exactly to your measurements. And those would be used if you have osteoarthritis or any kind of a severe sports injury. It gives you really, really good support. We also have a full selection of braces off the shelf, ready-made small, medium, large, extra large. So you would come in, you would be fitted, and we would send you home with what you need. These braces are also covered under the uh, majority of insurance policies with either a prescription from the physiotherapist or a physician. Okay. And so then what about uh, medical compression stockings? Like what symptoms or conditions 
would you, you know, have to start thinking about, oh, maybe that's something I need to use? Compression stockings are amazing. They just give our legs so much energy uh, by, of course, forcing the circulation up through our legs. So anybody with varicose veins, spider veins, for sure, uh, pregnancy, it can help. Wearing compression stockings can help prevent those varicose or spider veins. Traveling, uh, if you have a long plane ride, or even mm. just if you're standing, anywhere where you need some energy and circulation in your legs. And compression stockings are as well covered under most insurance benefit plans with a prescription from your physician. What Just what would uh, define a, a medical compression stocking? What, what sort of difference are they from just a... Uh, a tight stocking? Um, actually, it's the degree of compression, which they come in different degrees, 15 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40. And the compression actually starts around the ankle and then gradually um, loosens up as it goes up your leg. So in essence, pushing your blood flow back up your leg, helping you in circulation. You mentioned that that might be something people would want to consider if they're taking a long plane trip, and we've heard of uh, people developing really serious conditions as a result of that. So uh, if I was planning to fly to Hawaii, might it be uh, uh, a, a wise thing to consider a compression stocking just for a trip like that? Yes, absolutely. It gives you that energy in your legs. It gives you that circulation when we're sitting for long periods of time. So are you referring to coach class um, syn- syndrome, and would that help with that? Yes, Okay. So, Jim, now don't forget, once you get to Hawaii, take those stockings off before you go to the beach. If I ever get to Hawaii, maybe I'll wear them uh, for the long uh, sessions of television watching. When we do the binge of, of a series or something, we'll put on the compressions. Uh, Deb, how, how can people arrange a consultation at uh, Back in Motion uh, for any of the therapies that are offered there? Um. Just give us a call, 519-668-8855. And when you speak to uh, whoever answers the phone, share with them what your concerns are, and they will direct you to the right therapist that will be able to help you out. So besides massage therapy and physiotherapy, Deb, what other unique services do you offer at Back in Motion? Well, we have our laser therapy that we're really well known for, um, and The laser is a modality that's used by our physiotherapist and sometimes by our massage therapist. It can also be applied by the kinesiologist. Um, And what laser therapy does is it increases your circulation and it enhances the healing process, making it. We also offer our smoking cessation program in which we use our laser to address the physical symptoms uh, associated with nicotine addiction along with a program that we've developed that helps clients to get rid of the emotional addiction. So um, that's another big part of our business. Wow. So smoking sensation, you know, a lot of times people are looking for help with that. Is that something that needs to be referred by a physician or people can just call directly to be able to access some of those services? We do have physicians refer clients to us, but absolutely the client can just call on their own. We'll send them out some paperwork ahead of time to help really prepare them for their appointments so that when they come in, they're ready to succeed. Well, Deb, we want to thank you very much for sharing some time with us here this morning on Ask BBB. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz. And our guest has been Deb Shaver, owner of Back in Motion. Back in Motion is an accredited business with an A-plus rating.
What do you do on an extra day? Well, today is that day, and we'll tell you how some people spend it after we pause for these extra messages. And we're back with more on Ask BBB. Well, today is February 29th, 2020. It is Leap Day. It happens once every four years. So, Monica, this is kind of a special day. Yep, we've done a little search to find out a bit about Leap Day and Leap Year. So, every Leap Year features an extra day added to the end of February, giving February 29 days instead of the usual 28. This bonus day happens because there really isn't 365 days in a year, but rather 365.242190 days. And you needed that right to the final decimal. Thank you, Sheldon. (laughs) (laughs) So to compensate for this extra time, an extra day needs to be added approximately every four years. So uh, if you're born on February 29th, you're known as a a leaper or a leap-lean Uh, They're kind of uncommon nicknames indeed, since only people born on this rare day enjoy them. So uh, the leaplings get an extra day to renew their driver's license or their plate stickers or all of those things that will expire at uh, midnight at the end of the month. Well, some people use the extra day as a reminder to review all of their financial contracts. So consider it a bonus day to go through insurance policies, estate planning, investment strategies, those things that you kind of just set and forget. The idea is that four years has gone by and some of those things probably need some updating. A lot can happen in four years and you want to make sure that those financial contracts still reflect your current life situation. Okay, so that sounds like a lot of work. I thought there were some fun things about Leap Day. There are a few fun ideas and ways that you can get the kids involved as well. So some things are write a letter to yourself and open it four years later on the next Leap Year. Hmm. Well, a lot can happen in four years, so it might be fun to open that letter. Maybe even make a Leap Day time capsule and open it up in eight years or 12 or whatever. Yeah, there's four years. lots yeah. of fun ideas. But, you know, something that isn't really as much fun are scams. And so because tomorrow is the beginning of March, March is Fraud Prevention Month. And a useful tool to help prevent you from getting caught in a scam is the scam tracker on BBB.org. I understand that a couple of scams that have been recently reported are the government agency and the advance fee loan scams. Personally, I've been getting calls uh, from people claiming that they're from the Canada Revenue Agency. Yeah, so this is tax season, so the scammers are taking advantage of that fact. There is some good news, though. The RCMP have recently arrested people in Brampton who are alleged to have been money mules for the call center operating out of India. This was documented on the CBC program Marketplace, where RCMP were quoted as saying that they had disrupted the necessary flow of money from Canada to India which will have a big impact on the operation and bottom line of these scammers. So they're not going to disappear. But boy, the RCMP has been working on this for some time, I understand. At least two years. um, Project Octavia is a special task force formed in 2018 to investigate the widespread scam. And they have been able to shut down 39 call centers in New Delhi and another area, Noda, in India. 
So the scammers haven't actually been stopped, but they have been slowed down. That's right. We can also do our part as well. The scammers often target new Canadians and elderly people. So remind your friends and family who might be targeted that federal tax authorities or major tech companies would never demand payment unsolicited, either by phone or online, or ask them to pay in difficult-to-trace Bitcoin or retail gift cards. And that report also stated additional phone-based and online scams, including the SIN scam, the tech support scam, and the bank investigator scam, have also targeted Canadians. The Canadian Adder Fraud Center said it received nearly 20,000 reports about such calls in 2019, with more than 5,500 people falling victim last year. Another scam activity on BBB Scam Tracker is the Advanced Fee Loan Scam. And in this scam, Advanced Fee Loan brokers promise a loan no matter how bad your credit history is. But once you pay the fee, the loan never comes. So requiring advance fees for loans is illegal in Canada. In Canada and the United States, it's illegal for companies doing business by phone to promise a loan and require payment before they deliver. Interesting. And Monica, that's our time for Ask BBB. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Brass. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.